Welcome to the Health and Harmony Podcast, where we discuss all things mind, body, and soul. Everything we delve into has the intention of helping you to create a healthy balance between your internal and external realities. We reveal the tools and techniques you'll need to expand your life and grow into the amazing and authentic person you are meant to be. Whether you've just started your journey or already on your way, we are here to help guide you with all of the information you'll need. Join us each week as we discuss the insights that will give you the guidance needed to help you on your journey. Hello and welcome back to the Health and Harmony Girls podcast. What be back? Yay! Yay. <laughs> I feel like I missed so much in this one episode. <laughs> um, so obviously we're carrying on with our self-care series and today we are diving a little bit more into the social side of self-care, which sounds weird, mm-hmm. but I think um, obviously there's quite a few topics and categories that we're going to dive into. Could you try again? Oh, my, my watch is speaking to me. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like, what is happening? Um, yeah, what I was saying is there's like a, quite a few topics that you wouldn't have even thought would like go into self-care. And this mm-hmm. is, I guess, the start of it because we've mm-hmm. covered physical, we've covered emotional. And those are things you would assume yes. are part of. So get ready for some mind-blowing stuff, guys. <laughs> some social. Yeah, so social is just basically looking at your social environment and starting to maybe assess like how much peopling do you really need in your life mm-hmm. are you peopling too much peopling too little and mm-hmm. by peopling obviously you mean socializing mm-hmm. but then also how you are within those kind of social environments and this is going to go back to boundaries I think everything goes back to mm-hmm. boundaries every time just what you're allowing in your space, who you're allowing in your space, who you're giving your energy to and your time to, and who's giving their energy and time to you. Mm-hmm. So we'll dive into that. Yes. Um, yeah, so basically we, we wrote some notes here. Social self-care asks you to learn what amount of peopling is right for you and when. I think that and when is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, who you surround yourself with has a huge impact on how you feel about yourself. Also so true. <laughs> Then there's a whole bunch of questions you can ask yourself. How's your social life? Is it really important that you honor your social needs? Do you need to make time to go out more or have some time with your sisterhood? Are you ready to try to get out there and date with your single ladies? Or the single people. And do you find yourself committing to social situations when you really don't want to? Yes. So (laughs) we're going to go through some topics of social self-care that you can learn a little bit more about and and assess your life I think it's good to always think about what we're saying in in regards to your life and Mm. think maybe I need to do more of that or less of that and I think the social self-care is something that you don't necessarily think about and Mm. like you were saying with the when I think the when is so important because there are different social environments that are good for you at different times and you need to know when you are committing yourself to something that you probably don't want to do or when you are cheating yourself out of something that you probably need so yeah let's let's dive in dive right in got frogs in my throat today (laughs) 
Okay, so the first um, topic is boundaries and personal space. Now, we speak about boundaries all the time, and I will try my best to remember to link the um, episode we did on boundaries. I think it was one of our like, top episodes. Yes. So this is basically enforcing limits mm-hmm. and boundaries with people in your life mm-hmm. um, in different categories and different aspects of your life. So whether it's the amount of time, the time of day, um, what else? I'm trying to think of like boundary examples. I feel like with regard to social, a lot of boundary examples can also relate to like whether or not you're comfortable to go to a certain place or be around certain people. So, I mean, you may be meeting with a group of friends where you like two people, but you don't really feel comfortable around the other eight people. Like, are you going to put yourself into that position or would you rather say to that friend, like, I really do want to hang out, but I'd rather just hang out the three of us, you know, instead of putting yourself in that position. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are also caught going to places that they already know and their gut doesn't feel right or comfortable to them. And I think it's important to put boundaries up in those social situations. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would think of as. Yeah, definitely. And I think also like the way people treat you in social situations, Mm -hmm. there might be people in your life that, they think are jokingly making jokes all the time about something about you or your family or whatever it may be that really just doesn't sit right with you and boundaries become so important because they probably don't even realize they're offending you or upsetting you so Mm -hmm. um setting boundaries with those kinds of people just being like I really don't appreciate it when you Mm -hmm. joke about this it makes me feel this way please could you try to refrain from from that in future thank you very much thank you <laughs> goodbye <laughs> yeah so it's definitely very important to have boundaries and personal space in your social situations mm. and you know I think especially now mm. with COVID and how everyone I mean we were saying the other day how funny it is that we're all going to look back one day and be like can you believe how we all used to hug people hello and like handshake mm-hmm. and now no one does it anymore you have to be able to have that personal space even when you are out in a social situation like know what's comfortable for you and just put up those boundaries and I mean I know a lot of our listeners are women um to put up those boundaries also and not feel afraid if someone is like hitting on you or someone has walked past and like I watched a video yesterday a guy walked past the girl and like smacked on the ass and she literally punched him in the face (laughs) so I'm not necessarily saying like go and punch people in the face but you have to set up those boundaries so that's super important yeah but I think we'll link we'll definitely I'll make a note to link the boundaries episode because we go a little bit more in depth into your boundaries and how to know how to and when to set them and enforce them because there's two sides to boundaries you have to set them but then you also have to enforce them Mm -hmm. you can't just expect someone's going to suck them and know what your boundaries are well that's the thing I think a lot of people have boundaries but not a lot of people voice their boundaries Mm -hmm. so you have your boundaries but you speak about them basically to yourself and you don't voice them to the people that you really need to so like rock says enforcing your boundaries are just as important as setting them yes Then the next topic is morals and ethics. So I think this also, once again, ties in with boundaries. But if you are going to be in a social situation, you always have to make sure that you are doing things that fit in with your morals, fit in with your ethics. You're not feeling peer pressured or pushed by other people to do things that would not usually align with what you are about or Mm. who you really strive to be. So like I said, I think it it connects with boundaries. You have to be able to voice it yeah I think this type of self-care is so it takes so much um courage Mm. to start like living by these kinds of things because Mm. with morals and ethics as well and I see this so often with my clients that are coached they land up 
kicking people out of their lives because Mm -hmm. for so long they've allowed these people in their lives that have toxic traits or toxic behaviors or Mm -hmm. toxic whatever and just being like it was fine they're my mates I'll let it slide and then coming to this realization that you know what I actually do not want to be around these people Mm -hmm. I don't want them in my lives they don't have the same morals and ethics as me and Mm -hmm. it's just it brings you down I mean that's saying you become most like the five people you spend time Mm -hmm. with this this is where it becomes like such a a mind-blowing thing because you do Mm -hmm. and if you're spending time with people that do not align with your morals and ethics you're probably going to land up doing things that are outside of Mm -hmm. your your moral and ethic boundaries so it Mm -hmm. just makes life easier um I don't want to use the word easy because that sounds like we're being lazy but it just makes life more comfortable Mm -hmm. like you don't have to worry about how you are with certain people and maybe hiding how you feel about a certain situation because everyone else thinks it's okay and you don't Mm -hmm. like you don't want to be around people don't be around them no you have to voice your opinion and there will be people that disagree with you but then also the right friends will Mm. agree with you you'll probably be more on the same wavelength yeah okay the next thing is support systems and I think this is so important when it comes to social self-care because we all need a good support system Mm -hmm. without that you don't have anyone you can rely on you don't have anyone you can go to for support Mm -hmm. when you are having a bad day going through a hectic or traumatic time Mm -hmm. traumatic wow I feel like I didn't even say that word (laughs) um so I think if you if this like hits a nerve with you just really start to think about who your support system is and also if you are giving them as much as you are taking from them Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the time and I see this with so many people they have friends who only phone them when they want to complain and bitch and Mm -hmm. tell them about all the drama that's happening in their lives but they don't take one second to ask how that person's doing Mm -hmm. and you have to have that balance Mm -hmm. So if you expect people to be there for you, then you need to be there for them as well. Yeah. And I know we also always speak about things like journaling and, you know, doing your own inner work. But at the same time, it's also very important, like Rox was saying, to have that social or that system around you where people are supporting you and you have that support structure because you need to be able to, how many times have you sat down and said something of how you were feeling or something that you were going through and you felt like a weight was lifted off your shoulders afterwards? Like, Yes, writing things down and working through things on your own is a great thing and you have to do that as well. But sometimes you just need people there to be like, I've got your back and, you know, everything's okay. And for you to just even voice and Mm. them to just be an ear, you might not even want to hear anything from them, but to just have that support system and to be able to, like Rock said, offer that up to your friends and family and important people to you as well is very important. Yeah. And I think, like, I can can imagine a few people like cringing at this idea because a lot of people think it's a weakness to show vulnerability that's why they only journal and think about their problems to themselves and don't share it with anyone else because if I tell Sally what I'm going through she's going to think I'm such a baby and Mm -hmm. blah blah like there is so much power in sharing your story with someone else whether it's getting a different perspective from them which can completely like change your whole whole outlook on your problem Mm -hmm. because Sally's now put it in a way that's like oh actually you're right it's not that bad maybe it's a good thing maybe it's a lesson maybe Mm -hmm. it's a blessing whatever um and just having someone to hold that space for you and tell you that even if it's not going to be okay today, it's going to be okay at some point. Yes, eventually. Yeah. So there's so many benefits to having a good support structure. Yes. So go find yours. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I hope you all have one already. Like yes. you just need to dig it a little deeper. 
Okay, then the next topic is like one of my essentials, positive social media. So obviously we've spoken about social spaces being more physical and like being out and about and around people and spending quality time together. But when it comes to social media, that's obviously a social space that we surround ourselves with more often than what we would physical presence of people. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that what you are feeding yourself on social media every day is beneficial to who you want to be, what aligns, like we were saying earlier, with your ethics and your morals. Um, it's so easy to become brainwashed by social media. And I think the positive tool that we can take away from it, things like Instagram or Facebook or whatever the social media the thing that you choose, is that you can choose to follow who you choose to follow. Mm -hmm. So if Instagram was just Instagram and everyone's shit was all over there and you couldn't really pick and choose we'd be lost so you choose who you follow and at the end of the day you're choosing what you're putting in your brain so you may not think that it's affecting you but I promise you now it 100% is you spend so much time on your cell phone scrolling through social media aimlessly but all of that stuff is getting packaged into your mind or into your brain whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. and if you're not following things that are in line with where you want to be in your life, it is going to hinder your progress. Like I know for a fact, I've unfollowed people all the time. Like I sometimes will have people pop up on my Instagram and I'm like, I can't even remember that I used to follow an account like this. And then I would unfollow it. Anything that makes me feel lesser, anything that makes me feel like I need to compare myself, anything that makes me feel like a bad person or that I'm not doing enough or that I'm not enough those accounts are all unfollowed follow things like with Roxanne her coaching business like obviously she follows a lot of coaching and more the spiritual side of things and you want to follow people that are in line with what you're doing if I was just going to go and follow all the negative news in the world it would never align with me anyway because mm. I mean we don't even watch or listen to the news so yeah. you get what I'm saying about social media but yeah. it's so important what you feed yourself yeah I think it's just so important to remember that law of attraction like what mm. you focus on grows and if your social media is filled with people who you, you are comparing yourself mm. to making you feel like you're never good enough or people who are negative always making you feel like everyone's negative around mm -hmm. you or even like following news accounts and stuff just seeing like miserable stuff all day mm -hmm. you're focusing on that because I can tell you now you're probably spending between an hour to probably like six hours on social media mm -hmm. every day so that's a lot of time in your day mm -hmm. to be focusing on a screen that is putting stuff into your head mm -hmm. so yeah I think we've spoken about the digital detox mm -hmm. social media detox two different things but mm -hmm. both of them are great the social media detox I think is such an important thing and like mm -hmm. you said you unfollow people all the time I'm actually in a place now where if even if it's someone that I know from mm -hmm. like back in the day if they post something negative or something that does not align with me mm -hmm. I unfollow them straight away mm -hmm. I don't give a shit I'm like I do not need to see that kind of stuff in my mm -hmm. life so I don't need if I don't need to see it mm -hmm. it's as easy as clicking unfollow like we don't have that um beautiful advantage with real people you know yeah, so imagine why not so live your fantasies out on social media imagine it was so easy yeah. but also I think that's it's super important to note that a lot of people think that they feel guilty or feel bad for unfollowing someone because they haven't done anything wrong to them but if something is not feeding you positively on social media and you're looking at posts and they're making you feel negative or making you feel bad emotions and follow that person, that person is not going to be offended with you. They're literally not even going to know that you unfollowed them. I promise you right now, mm -hmm. but hanging on to following someone because like, what if they get mad at me is 
really not going to benefit you where unfollowing something that's negative is going to benefit you Mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to work towards who you want to be exactly and you can mute people on instagram Mm -hmm. now so you don't even have to unfollow them you just mute them and you can choose whether it's in your feed on their stories Mm -hmm. or both so that's Mm -hmm. an easy way to get around feeling bad (laughs) sick okay the next one and this is so important when it comes to anything social is effective communication i mean i think communication can make or break any relationship or any social environment um i'm sure we've spoken about this at length but if you do not communicate how you feel or your beliefs or whatever it may be with your social family, you cannot get upset when they come at you from a different angle and don't know the full story. Like you have to be able to make sure that everyone knows exactly what, what the situation is, whatever the situation may be, even if you're having a good time communication is just so essential Mm -hmm. like how many times do you get upset with someone because they do something in particular but you never tell them that that upsets you Mm -hmm. how are they supposed to know and every time you see them you resent them more and more but you haven't communicated to them that Mm -hmm. it's it's irritating you or upsetting you or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be and I think also I just look at the word effective communication and I'm like communicating is one thing but effectively communicating with people that are around you all the time is very important and knowing those relationships knowing those friendships knowing what effective communication is with that specific person where Mm -hmm. you could have a person where they listen best when you go for dinner and you sit down and you have a conversation over dinner or you may have someone who hates that type of communication and would rather go do something else or would rather write a letter or whatever your form of effective communication is with a person or with a relationship you should be able to do it both ways. You need to communicate with them and they need to communicate with you, but you need to find an effective form of communication that works mm. for both of you in your friendship or relationship, yeah. your ship. Your ship. <laughs> I love that you say that actually, because I'm thinking like hubby has some friends who like in a, like a talking to each other mm-hmm. situation, they don't really listen. They're mm-hmm. like people that aren't very present. They're mm-hmm. always worried about something else. But communicating via WhatsApp, that person's forced to read the message mm-hmm. before they can reply. So I mean, that was uh, that just came to me now. I'm going to tell hubby. No, and everyone them. literally, everyone <laughs> listens differently. Like, for instance, in my relationship, if I am feeling like I need to have communication from Ryan, Ryan knows I like to sit down and I like to, like, talk. Mm-hmm. Where if Ryan wants to communicate something, sometimes he likes to write. Like, he likes to write things down. So, I mean you can't get upset with someone for the way that they communicate mm. as long as it's effective communication in your relationship or in your friendship, your ship, your ship. <laughs> then that's all that matters. Yeah. And I also think with effective communication and also so important to recognize how you are communicating with someone in terms of, are you coming at them with anger or attacking kind of stance? Mm-hmm. Or are you coming at them with a neutral stance? Because if you're coming at someone in this angry, like, attack or even defense mode you're already setting that communication up for failure Mm -hmm. because that person's going to react because you're reacting Mm -hmm. and it's just going to become like this wildfire that goes out of control so Mm -hmm. it is hard and it takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of practice but if you can approach just do this as an exercise the next time you're in it like Mm -hmm. a conflict conflicted situation fiery situation (laughs) Go in and, and, and come at a new, from a neutral stance. Just be like, hey, girl, um, I just want to talk to you about what went down the other day. Um, I'm trying to think of a situation. Yeah, because I'm never in these situations. <laughs> I never get into these situations. 
forgot what it's like. I think the most important thing in a situation where you are talking to someone about something that happened is not to put the blame on them. Mm -hmm. Just be like, this is how I see what Mm -hmm. happened. This is what I heard you say. Mm -hmm. Um, Please tell me if I interpreted it correctly Mm -hmm. because that weighs out any like form of miscommunication that can happen. And I promise you now, every time you do that, you will resolve it in such a better way than if you Mm -hmm. go to like, I can't believe you said said this to me the mm-hmm. other day. I think it's disgusting that you blah, yep. blah, and then you just go down a rabbit hole of horrible. and it's true. Like I always find approaching a situation and explaining to somebody how something made me feel. So I would always say like rocks um, about what happened the other day. I know you probably didn't mean it but you made me feel this way by doing this. Mm. And then you can have a conversation about it and take it from there. But like Roxy's saying, if you're going to come in hot-headed, like, can't fucking believe you, piece of trash. Like, <laughs> how do you think that conversation is going to go? Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> I missed that show, actually. Ram won't let me watch it. It's like the only it show you won't so watch with me. It's like all the old episodes, like Judge Judy. It's like the oh, 1994 yeah. episode. Also Ricky Lake as well. Yeah. <laughs> in the good old days. Best. Okay, the next one. The next thing is connection and intimacy. So super important also taking that self-care aspect with your social is the connection and intimacy. So it's also important to remember that intimacy is more than just sex. Like intimacy can be going on dates with your partner. Intimacy can also be being intimate in your relationship with your friends. Like are you going on like small little things together? Are you sharing secrets are you sitting down and talking to each other like what is your form of intimacy um you have to have a form of intimacy with your partner other than obviously physical consummating (laughs) consummating (laughs) so it's very important to make sure that once again you're not crossing over boundaries on either your side or your partner's side or your friend's side whatever the situation ship is it's important to nourish your um intimacy it's an important part of all of us Mm -hmm. to have that i mean who doesn't like to come home and feel so great like we went on the best date or Mm. you sat in the garden and spoke for an hour and it was like the best thing ever you just have to have that intimacy in your life i mean even if you don't have a boyfriend or you don't have a girlfriend or you don't have a partner if you've got friends there's ways to be intimate with your friends and your friendships without it being sexualized yeah and I think it's so important I mean start to think about the relationships that you have in your life like the quality of a relationship really just boils down to how um, much you're willing to be intimate and form a connection with that person Mm -hmm. so you can have friends and I know I'm guilty of this growing up where you literally know fuck all about them Mm -hmm. because when you're together you drink and you just talk about Mm -hmm. like stupid shit you never really get to know that person deep down to their core Mm -hmm. like yes you know what their job is and what their favorite color and food is but it doesn't really go deeper than that and Mm -hmm. those are the relationships that I can promise you now you're not going to go to them if someone in your your life passes away and you Mm -hmm. need a shoulder to cry on or if you lose your job and you just need a shoulder to cry on Mm -hmm. like so you can really um influence the deepness of the bond that you have with Mm -hmm. the people in your life by really making an effort to connect with them and to be more intimate Mm -hmm. with them and it's only going to make your relationship stronger um, and they'll stand the test of time Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that was a great one. <laughs> and then, I mean, the next topic is time together. And I think this bonds so, so nicely with the last one because you are only going to be able to build relationships and um, connect and deepen your relationship with people if you actually make an effort to spend time together. Mm-hmm. And I know we're all guilty of getting busy and like having our priorities elsewhere, but you need to just take a step back every now and then think about the people that you really do have so much love for in your life and be like am I making enough effort and spending enough time with this person mm-hmm. like can I be putting in more more time and effort into this relationship even if it's not being with them physically mm-hmm. and I don't mean like <laughs> if you're not being watching with like them. being <laughs> with them but like have a phone like phone them see how they're doing just catch up or like send them a little gift if you want like whatever it is just to make that person know that you still care for them you still um, appreciate them in your lives and you'd like to see them soon thank you (laughs) I think like you said it's so important to spend time with people that you want to build relationships with and I love that you said that it doesn't have to be meeting up with people like we know how everyone is now we know how COVID is it's been really rough for everyone the last few years but you can spend time together over FaceTime you can spend time together over a phone call you can spend time together over voice notes for half an hour Mm. like and a cup of tea whatever your situation is spend time with the people that mean the most to you because if you don't work on those relationships or work to deepen those relationships you will end up having really surface level friendships Mm. like all around you and they will probably fade away and it's also super important I mean it depends on once again what your morals and ethics are but me personally I find it super important to spend time with family and there's no way in saying I don't have the time like we have a certain day every week where my family comes for dinner and that's the time where we see my parents and my brother and then we also see Ryan's family every week like it's super important for us to make sure that we're seeing our family Mm -hmm. so family relationships friendship relationships and your actual relationships you have to make time for all of them and no one's saying go block out one day every week for each of those Mm -hmm. like you won't have any time for yourself but I mean even if you can only see one of your friends once a month like one of your friends live further away, you can see them once every six months. As long as you're making time to spend time with the people that mean something mm. to you, that's what matters. Yeah, and made me think about, I don't know who said this, but they were saying, instead of saying, I don't have time to do this, mm. say it's not a priority in my life right now to mm-hmm. do this. And it completely changes like the perspective on the whole situation. Like you're going to feel like a lot bigger of a dick mm. if you say, I, like it's not my priority right mm. now to spend time with Sally. Um, so yeah, that's a good little hack, but I think like you're saying, it's just make the efforts. Like I know so many people who just never reply to WhatsApp messages mm-hmm. and then they're like, sorry, I've been so busy with work, blah, blah, bullshit, bullshit, all mm-hmm. excuses, because it honestly takes 30 seconds to reply yeah. to a message. Even if you just reply to say, I'm so sorry, I'm really busy right now, but I will mm-hmm. catch up with you at the end of the week mm-hmm. or at the end of the month, whatever mm-hmm. fucking crazy busy you think your life is, mm-hmm. even though you can go home and watch Netflix for Netflix yes. for three hours yes. just like really like letting that person know why you are ghosting them <laughs> <laughs> let it's me know nice. why you ghosting me thank you very much <laughs> again and the last one is ask for help and I mean we kind of touched on this when we spoke about being vulnerable mm-hmm. and we've spoken about this a million times before as well but asking for help will really help you in your social self-care because mm-hmm yeah a lot of people just find being vulnerable super uncomfortable and it's it's the conditioning that we've had growing up in a world where 
it's weak to show weakness mm-hmm. and blah, 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 all this bullshit that we've been conditioned to believe. But if you can't go to someone and be honest with them and ask for help when you need help, that's mm-hmm. what leads to depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. stress and suicide and all these negative emotions that we don't have to deal with mm-hmm. that can be not solved, but assisted and helped so much through just having someone else that can help you out when you need it. Completely. I think that's the easiest way to do that social self-work, if you want to Mm. call it that, is to ask for help because people are around you to help you. And think about if anyone's ever come and asked you for help, how many times have you said no? If you ask people for help around you, they probably aren't going to say no, even though you're stressing, like, what if I'm inconveniencing them? If you're inconveniencing someone and they have their boundaries straight, they'll be able to say, listen, I really would love to help you, but I don't have the time. If you are going to ask someone for help, they will most likely help you. If they can't, they can't. They will tell you. Mm -hmm. So ask for help. I promise you it may feel really scary or make you feel really vulnerable at the beginning to be asking somebody for help. Or you may be someone that's like super A-type and wants to do everything on their own. But the minute you ask for help and your hands are a little bit more free to be able to do other things and to be able to grow, it's going to make you feel so much better. So don't be scared to ask for help. Yeah. And I think if you take all the points that we've touched on throughout this podcast episode and you enforce them into all the relationships that you have in your life, you will have so many people that will be there for you when you need to ask for help Mm -hmm. because you've invested the time, you've built these support systems, you've communicated effectively Mm -hmm. you've set boundaries and like you've just got this amazing deep like relationship with all the people in your social community that you that you've chosen in your life and Mm -hmm. they'll be there for you no matter what Mm -hmm. agreed also I think it's important to remember like I just see there's one more thing here but Mm -hmm. no like if you are gonna have people in your life and you're going to protect your social space and do the self-work on your social space. It's super important to, as much as, I mean, this is a lesson we've learned from growing up. If somebody respects you, you need to respect them too. And it's not to say that you should now respect, I mean, expect respect from everybody and then respect no one in return. Relationships are mutual. So it's important to respect others and also expect that respect from them too. Yeah. I think if the people you choose in your life are respecting your boundaries and your morals and your ethics and all of that, mm-hmm. then you know they're the right people in your life. Mm-hmm. If there are people in your life that you can think about right now that are not respecting any of those, then you maybe need to think about letting them go. Rethink. <clears throat> yeah. Rethink your situation. I feel like we've given you a lot of homework, guys. Yes. <laughs> we actually did today. We did give you a lot of things to work on. We'll be marking next week. You, yeah. can, <laughs> you can email your tests. <laughs> oh, that was a great little chat about social. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Like we said, like the next few topics we're going to cover are going to be super interesting because they're not something you would generally put into self-care. Mm-hmm. But we really hope you take away some like really life-changing points from this and start to like put them into play and put them into action because it can only make your life better completely and I mean it sounds like social and self-care sounds so weird because we associate self-care with like ourselves Mm -hmm. and a selfish kind of act Mm -hmm. but it has it's so much deeper than that you don't realize how much self-care you need to put into like every aspect Mm -hmm. of your life and social is a big one so I'm glad we spoke about it today because it really isn't something that a lot of people would think about and like we always say and we said again today 
boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Mm-hmm. We will like try and link the episode, mm-hmm. but boundaries are so important. And it, I think that goes through Everything. every every topic that we're going to speak about with this with the self-care yeah and I think we're gonna I'm really keen to do a 30-day self-care challenge yes which maybe we can do like November or something yes let's do it before December so yeah if you guys want to get information on that you can just join our mailing list I think the link's in our bio on Instagram Mm -hmm. and we'll send it out there but yeah I think it's gonna be an exciting little challenge just a little something daily to work on your self-care and we'll make sure it's in all these different aspects aspects that we cover yeah we may even be able to do like one week per aspect but anyway we'll yeah we'll delve into it (laughs) that's a long that's through december don't worry we'll make it work i'll sort it out in my brain i'm like don't listen to what i just said unless you want to do an eight week challenge unless you want to do an eight week self-care challenge listen your self-care will be in prime condition after eight weeks but it should be every day all day for the rest of your life anyway it's start minimal yeah anyway thank you guys for listening we love you lots Thank you so much for joining us today. We love spreading the light with our healing tribe of humans. To get to know us better, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Health and Harmony Goals or check out our website at www.health-harmony.co.za. That's health-harmony.co.za. Until next time, keep healing our world.